Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's taste. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you gingerbread lovers listen to. And this week, we're talking about video game history, and it's going to be a heavy one. The news is rated M for Mature. And finally, we're predicting the Game Awards. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Hey, hey, everyone. Yo. Hey, hey, we're the dragons. People say we're dragon all around. Oh, dragon, right. dragon, a dragon, dragon. You know, it's not dragon this year. It's already December, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Holy heck. How'd that happen? I was writing down uh, the date time. today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, time, yeah. That, that, <laughs> Once it never again, stops. my nemesis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing down the date today, and I still have trouble writing down 2022. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's already going to be 2023 in yeah. less than a month. Yeah, Brian, you really screwed the pitch in that one. I did. <laughs> too late, <laughs> me. No, maybe it's good that you never got used to 2022. Because, I mean, it's just going away now. At this point, don't <laughs> it, even try. It's true. Try. I, no, yeah. now yeah. would be the time where I'm like, I got it. It's <laughs> locked in. <laughs> I would just start preparing for 2024. So that way, like, yeah. ooh, when 2024 yeah. actually hits, then you're like ready to go. Pro it's move. True. Pro move right there. Mm-hmm. That's why you get paid yeah. the big bucks. Or just give up mm-hmm. all concept of time. Oh, damn. Like me in my 20s. <laughs> uh, but let's get into the question this week. And my question for you guys is, how big into the holiday season are you guys? Do you guys big. like... Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like go all out? Um, I think it's moderate for us. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's all subjective because I, I, I want Amanda and I we, we decorate we don't do heavy decorations we we add to our already or our accoutrement that we already have um, we do a couple things outside as well so um, it's in moderation there but on the other hand we do have like Christmas parties that we go to or dinners we also go around um, every year with some friends and we like look at lights uh, I was gonna like, say you guys Christmas Carol we have a, <laughs> we have a lot of holiday events yeah. but we're not particularly religious so it's not like we have this huge like inspirational attachment to it's more like uh, I really want to spend time with my friends around the holidays yeah, uh-huh. and we have and lots of different groups of friends so it's like oh, I yeah. gotta have a dinner over mm-hmm. here and I gotta visit the family so mm-hmm. we do a lot of stuff so like our calendar is full mm-hmm. I'd say we're festive yeah we're very festive which I, yeah. I, I in my head yeah like since we're not like super super Christmassy or super super Christiany, it's it's like maybe we're not too Christmassy but I think subjectively I mean I, I think I mean, compared to other people we probably are very much so we drive around we look at lights yeah. uh, we drink the hot cocoa yeah. uh, got, but we're guys, not like Santa Claus yeah you guys enjoy the pretty that's what you guys yeah, do yeah I mean guys, I will, we're in the holiday spirit yeah yeah, yeah. nice yeah, I, I think that's a good amount that's a, that's a great amount uh, how about you Hissel I go hard oh yeah September 1st, I'm already playing Christmas music. Um, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I, don't think, um, I don't think it's a religious thing because I am the worst uh, at that. <laughs> and I'm like borderline not religious uh-huh. at all. Uh, but I still like something about Christmas. Christmas just I, – I think it's just like one of my favorite like holidays and it's like my favorite festive time. So mm-hmm. – um, it brings up a lot of good memories, and we do the same thing up here. We, uh, you know, we go look at Christmas lights, and Genevieve really likes um, to to decorate around the house, things like that. We have our Christmas tree, and then um, for the past couple of years, our friends have had like a uh, uh, carols and cocktails party. So oh. we'll go over to their house and we'll sing Christmas carols and uh, drink. 
Yeah. And it's pretty it's pretty solid. Like I love it very much. It's become kind of like one of my favorite Christmas traditions. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that does sound awesome. Yeah. And yeah. How, how many things are hauling Christmas trees do you have in your house right now? Oh my now? god. You have no idea. <laughs> there are so many trucks and or motor vehicles hauling different Christmas yeah. decor and presents around my house. Uh, to those that don't know, uh, Jambib is a very big fan of uh, the the decor stylings of trucks hauling seasonal decor. So that's our decorations. It's one of those things that's like very specific, but also pronounced enough that they have all of that stuff for it. And, <laughs> until you yeah. mentioned it, I never noticed how many like options you have for that specific style Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah so one of the cool things that she got uh last year uh so last year was our first uh holiday season like in our home and one of the things that we got is a sign that goes on the door it's like the circular sign that has a truck on it Mm -hmm. and that on that truck bed uh you can interchange what it's hauling Ah. and it's made out of like wood so like uh, like right now, it's it, it it's hauling like a little like snowflake. Okay. And uh, uh, as it gets closer to Christmas, it'll haul like either presents or like Christmas tree, and she's changing all of these things. Wow. <laughs> so like when it comes to January, it'll be hauling a snowflake again. When it comes to like February, it'll be hauling like little hearts. Yeah. And yeah. then we have like a little shamrock for for March, and it's just. It's it's crazy, That's but I the, love it. That is the gift that keeps on giving all year yeah. round. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's also a good reminder if I ever forget what season we are in. For for grandparents' <laughs> day, you just have Worthers in the back. Yes, exactly. I would do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then as for Joe and I, um, not really. <laughs> like I love this season. I genuinely do. But when it comes to, like decorations or like any of that type of stuff. Not really, um, especially now. Like, even if we wanted to at this point, um, we're going to be moving out of our current living quarters pretty soon. So, like, there's no point in decorating. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, yeah. But then, like, next year, though, that's when our lease is going to be coming up. So, like, we probably won't be decorating then either <laughs> because we might be moving again. <laughs> so, I, like. I feel like we're we're very on the low-key side of it because I think yeah. if you if you catch any episodes of Dragon's Dish from uh, from the end of the year last year, like, I like to festive up an area of the house, just not the whole house. Yeah. I also right. really hate Christmas music. You do. So, like, for me, I love the, I love gift giving. I love lights. I love the, the season in general. I love how people get. I love the spirit of Christmas. I love all the festivities. I cannot mm-hmm. go out and go anywhere because I am assaulted by Christmas music and I just mm-hmm. can't, I can't handle it. You, you can't enjoy What's Christmas your, movies or shows or anything? I, well, no. I, because I, they have Christmas music. Okay, look, I can watch Christmas movies. It's just as soon as the music kicks in, like I start hearing sleigh bells and I'm like, I'm going to go find something else to do for four minutes. Do you have any uh, idea how your... long Jingle Bells is? It's a very long song. Uh, speaking of Christmas music, I, I learned something fun the other day. I didn't know this, but but Carol of the Bells is not originally a nope. Christmas nope. Uh, song. Uh, it was originally composed by a Ukrainian uh, composer in 1914, and it was more about like Whoa. the changing of the seasons, mm-hmm. and they kind of Christmassed it up uh, so that they could, uh, you know, yep. redo There's the words. There's a lot of uh, really cool music that has um, movements, and a lot of the mm-hmm. time, the winter movement is the one that is the Christmassy or the holiday-esque like festivity movement. Um, one of my favorite pieces of music, uh, Vivaldi, is an amazing, like all four seasons are unbelievably phenomenal. 
that one constantly gets get gets used a lot now i noticed and, and it gets used a lot in holiday stuff i'm like no no stop taking that from me please don't take it i love this piece of music it's, it's amazing vivaldi what's winter. your uh what's your least favorite uh christmas song the nutcracker it doesn't matter I'm sorry you weren't asking me it doesn't <laughs> matter i so my my hatred for christmas music is because uh, i had i played in, i was in band for a very long ah. time in my life and you start uh rehearsing for your the christmas uh, concert in like late august early september mm-hmm. and you yeah. continue to play christmas music for about four months and i just there's some really beautiful christmas music that i just can't listen to because it's it's just, all i hear is that the one horns play or the french horn that didn't you know, isn't quite right or you know like it just, yeah, yeah no, it doesn't do it for me but i love the season i'm just not i think i'm like a bah humbug when it comes to the to the music yeah Everyone's it for. However, you. I will say, carols and cocktails sounds kind of awesome. It's pretty awesome, especially because uh, the people, the people that I've kind of like become like really good friends uh, with here in in uh, in the in this like northern northeast area. Screw it, everybody knows I live in New Jersey. In New Jersey, <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just gonna out myself. Uh, every single one of them is incredibly talented. Mm. So like. I, I start singing and I sound like that French horn that's out of tune <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else's just sounds so beautiful. And it's just like, okay, I'll just sit back, drink and listen to y'all. Because <laughs> you guys, you guys are awesome. You get a free um, concert. That's right. But yeah. And they, they, you know, they have a piano and they have like a, a guitar and stuff like that. So um, they, they, they really go hardcore and I really like it every year. See, that sounds so cool. That sounds like a, it's it's more of a a feeling in a show. Like, that's a vibe. Yeah, that's super. Yeah, it's cool. definitely a vibe. I will tell you what's not a vibe. I do have a least favorite holiday song, and it's the the Dominic the Donkey song. What? That's the best Christmas song ever. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what? Joe, Joe's got a, got one song that she likes. Yeah. That's the only good Christmas song. That's hysterical. Dominic the Donkey. I, I got. I, I never. I, I never knew that it was like a holiday song until I moved up here, and then somebody played it for me, and I was like, "What is no. this? No. What is Ding-a-ding-ding, this?" Ding-a-ding, sir. It's Dominic the Donkey. That's a hysterical song. I don't know what you're talking about. It is a hysterical song. It's the only song. good it's Christmas just... song I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> uh, that's well, great. Weigh in on Dominic the Donkey on our podcast discussion channel. That's Yay right. or nay. For real. It's pro- yep. I think it really <laughs> I got what you do. I got yeah, it. Yeah, it's it really it's good. Good. It's, good. it's more of a horse <laughs> reference. Yeah. It was. Hey, you know, it's close. You know, donkeys are very close. It's equestrian. Do donkeys neigh? What? I do believe they make the same sounds, yes. So... You know, it's a bit. Go along with a bit. Come yes, on, and, sorry. man. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Speaking, sorry, speaking of a bit, though, uh, normally this is the first week of the month, and so we have our Adventurers Club. But this month, we are going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be doing a... We're going to be bringing back the Tasties, everyone. Ooh. That's right. Grab your friends, grab your loved ones, get some hot cocoa, throw a little peppermint stick in there for us. Because <laughs> uh, on Christmas Day, we'll be debuting the Tasties, which is the Taste of Dragon's very own uh, award show, uh, where we reflect back on all the video games and moments of uh, 2022. And then we uh, nominate games into categories that we have 
made up ourselves <laughs> and then award such uh said um games for these made up awards what we're saying is mm-hmm. the other video game awards don't get it they don't get it they, they don't, don't get it they don't understand they don't get it. the only good video game awards are our video game awards and you should tune in to check out what we think yeah. about video games in very specific categories. And not just that, we're going to be having a whole slew of celebrity hosts. Uh, Hassel, could you go ahead and let us know which celebrities uh, will be joining us for uh, the Tastes uh, this year? Yeah, uh, we are going to have uh, Gerald of Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Love him. Yeah. He's so yeah. good. He's so affordable. Um, he's <laughs> very affordable. Um, we're, we're also going to have uh, Chris Pratt. Oh no, he canceled. No, very I'm popular. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's very busy. He says he has a thing coming up. Yeah, there's a thing. Yeah. Well, but that's okay. Uh, replacing we... yeah, replacing ahead. him is going to be a crisp rat. <laughs> also very affordable. Oh, yeah. a crisp pirate. A crisp rat. No. <laughs> a crisp rat. Yes. Um, yeah, but no, no worries. Crisp, crisp rat also couldn't make it, but it's okay <laughs> because we're having a uh, someone sub in with sub in for them. It's actually Dame Judy Gents will be oh, here. Dame Judy Dench oh. will be coming in. So I heard she'll be in full full cat's costume. In full cat's costume, yeah. <laughs> she was chasing after that crisp rat. <laughs> that's how we got her. That's that's how we got her involved. She's a big fan of the podcast. Big fan of the Tasties. Listens listened last year. Yes. <laughs> and all you know. So, so every year look forward then. to it. Every year. Yeah. Every yeah. year we have the Tasties. But tune in on December 25th. This one will be debuting. Debuting. Thank you. Uh, the Tasties. The second annual Tasties Awards. It's our gift to you. You're welcome. Exactly. Holidays. So yes, tune in then. Uh, but... Let's get into it. And uh, Troy, I think you have a This Month in Gaming History for us. So the first episode of every month, we like to do this segment called This Month in Gaming History, where we take the month that we're going into and we uh, take a look back. We reflect on uh, some um, games that came out either um, 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 15 years ago and just kind of give a nice hurrah for all these anniversaries for significant games that we've played and give a little backstory or just our memories of them. Absolutely. Well, y'all, I I did it again. I went and I got into December and I was like, what came out 10 years ago uh, in 2012 uh, in December? And you know what? A whole lot of nothing. Oh. A whole lot of nothing. And I was like, well, okay, well, let me go back uh, 10 more years. Let me go to 2002. Let's see. What happened in December there? And then once again, just like, it, it's not it's not nothing. It's just like all like the weird games. Like I, I looked up in 2012 or 20, 2002 and I was, or no, it was 2012. And I was like, oh, cool. Grand Theft Auto. What came out there? It's Grand Theft Auto Vice City for the iOS. <laughs> like they're all Whoa. real specific. Yeah. And it's just kept on being stuff like that i think for 2002 it was like oh cool oh awesome oh they have a zelda link to the past for the gba it's a good port it's a good port (laughs) but it's not like that that bombastic like hey celebrating the 20th anniversary of that game boy advance port (laughs) of a game that came out 20 years before that (laughs) um so i kept on going back and i was like man december i'm just kept striking out And uh, I was just like, what's going on? And I thought about it. And I was like, well, you know what? It's December. Usually Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to fiscal game, fiscal years for game releases, a lot of of the big sellers come out in November to get that, the holiday sale. Yeah. Yeah. Things come out in December, they get lost. They just don't quite get that. Get that Jeff Keighley bump. Get that Jeff Keighley bump. (laughs) Get that most anticipated award, you know? Right. Um, and I was like, okay, that must be why. December's just not, it's not the time that you release games. It just gets lost in the fold. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at it and I kept on going back and back. Y'all, but then I got 
1982. Ooh. And then I found out what the true reason is why video games do not release in December. Why is that? Because in 1982, a little game called E.T. the Extraterrestrial was released <laughs> in December of 1982. Oh, no. The moment you said Ooh. games that don't come out, I'm like, oh, he's going to talk about E.T. Oh, no. Now, what's fascinating about this is, as you guys know, as you may know, E.T. was a game that came out, and then it, it saturated the market, and it was kind of the, the poster child or the catalyst for what they call the 1983 video game crash, where everyone was just like, video games are dumb. Mm-hmm. Why are we playing them? And it was just a horribly bad game that was rushed to production. Now, I've always known this as the video game crash in 1983, which I just thought, okay, well, E.T. was 1983. Yeah. So then when I saw that it was actually 1982, I was like, oh, oh. So I think like December's also cursed. <laughs> <laughs> they cursed it's, it. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's like not having a 13th floor on yeah. your yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. Like You all, skip December. All game industry people are just like, just put out the ports. The games yeah. that you or, have already sold well in past, mm-hmm. you just put out the ports in December. Let's not talk about it and just, 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 just do it. Just do it. Yeah, um, it's... The Jeff Keighley curse. It's taboo. <laughs> taboo to release a game in December. Yeah, yeah. You just don't want to do it. Uh, They'll all end up in a landfill. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's called the Keighley curse. That's right. The Keighley, the Keighley curse. curse. He was probably, you know what? I didn't look up his uh, age. I wouldn't be surprised if he was born. <laughs> he might have been Whoa. born in 1982. Okay. Wait a second. <laughs> no, it was a little bit older than that. That would put him like at 40, I put him at 40, 41, mm-hmm. which I think is about where he's at. If he was in 82. He's a little bit older. Mid 40s. Mid 40s. I literally think he's a little bit older. Very slightly. I had him pegged for early 40s. Oh, that's how you spoke, Keely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> Great reaction. It's not what you think. Uh, if he's like 31, I'm going to be very so upset with myself. We, yeah. Wikipedia doesn't give you his actual birthday. They give you his age range. <laughs> <laughs> that's very him. That's yeah. the most Wikipedia wow. thing ever. He's like, he's like, a, uh, he's like mythical. <laughs> it that's because he's not se- real. He's just a video game character. Yeah. You guys have never yeah. seen him. You can't prove I'm wrong. It's true. <laughs> he's a hologram. Uh, Keely is uh, born in 78 slash 79. So that makes him 42 to 43. Okay. Okay. There it is. Um, so... Yeah, so 1982, uh, E.T. the Extraterrestrial came out. If you want to find more information about that game, there's a lot of good documentaries. I think we watched one pretty recently on Netflix. Yeah, but we also did a Taste of also, Dragons episode. And I was trying to find the name of that episode before we got on here, and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Googling it, but you know what? Y'all can do that at home. <laughs> or if we find it, we'll post it somewhere in the description or the Discord. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave a link. Think of it like a treasure hunt. But yeah, Amanda, uh-huh. you did like a nice little segment all about the history of that. I did. I did. Uh, did we call that? What did we call that segment? It, was, it had a good name. It was, it was a good name. Uh, I think it was called it. Moments in Video Game History. Oh, yes. I think it was. I thought no. you were going to say it. Was it really? You say it. Yeah, it I was a Moments so. in Video Game yeah. History. Yeah. How, do you, oh. how do you say it, Hassel? Because that's not how you say it. Moments in Video Game History. That's, now, the, that's the segment. Now I remember yes. it. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of screamed out, so you might want to tone that down. <laughs> no, nah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Don't even touch Joe. it, Joe. It's perfect the way it is. Great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was my little trip down memory lane with a big discovery down there. 40 years ago, uh, E.T. started uh, started that, that, that the curse. Nice. Um, so look forward to, looking crazy. forward to next month's January to find out what games came out, yeah. you know. 
10 years before in 2013. We, before we go though, I I do I do want to kind of like uh make a little a little bit of a question out of this. Yeah. If you guys had to choose a game to throw into a landfill, like every mm. remaining copy oh. goes into a landfill, what video game would you choose? Yeah. Untied. <laughs> wow. You're tied. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um it would either be that I think it's like the leisure leisure suit Oh, Larry? Larry, yeah, leisure shoot, suit leisure Larry. suit yeah. Larry ones yes. because it was just a a point and click adventure about a sleazy dude who's just like harassing women. Like, oh, yeah, it was no. like one of those like nineties games. Oh, it was actually it was actually an eighties game. Eighties game. It was an eighties game. Mm. It, was, it was it was coming out the same time as like the Porkies and like the other the movies yeah. that were also really not great. Yeah. Um, and then it just just like with the Porkies, it just degraded every single time. Just got worse and worse. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that one I would throw in there. Uh-huh. And that's a whole series, though. It is. Um, and then there's another game that I think actually is in a landfill that got banned. It's called The Guy Game. Does anyone remember this? Uh, yes, I do. This no. was a live-action so, yeah. trivia game where you would answer questions and then... Just dumb. Uh, if you got the answer right, they would show clips of real peep, real women taking off their clothes. Oh. At like, at like Spring Break Gone Wild style. Yeah. Oh. And it turned out that one of those people that they had on these shows was what they had in this game was underage. And they Ew. very quickly. Because yeah. apparently she Ooh. lied to them saying that yeah. she was over 18. And then, you know, obviously came out that at the time she filmed it, she was 17. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Gross. So that game should go someplace worse than a yeah. landfill. Yep. yep. I want I yeah. also I also want to preface this with. Manda, I know you're giving me like really weird looks about throwing games into landfills because they are yeah. made of plastic and stuff like that. This, oh, they oh, are made out okay. of biodegradable plastic. Oh, okay. Or at least in my mind, they are. Great. great. So, <laughs> thank you, you for the clarification. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it when you talk green. <laughs> talk green to me. <laughs> we're, we're throwing the biodegradable video games into, into our compost heap. That's yes. what we're doing here. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. To grow better video games, yeah. healthier video games, right. <laughs> and it's wake. <laughs> the only game that comes to mind that I would want to throw every copy into a landfill, biodegradable, of course, would be the the one the uh, Bomberman that came out when the Switch released. Oh, and it's bad. not because I think the game oh. is just that bad. It's just it's not a good Bomberman game. <laughs> like a real, you just don't it's want really, anybody to ever play it. I don't because... want anyone to play that and think that's how Bomberman is. <laughs> Bomberman's a fantastic like set of games, and like. That game's terrible. It's yeah. doing a disservice to the Bomberman legacy. It is. I I was so upset. I was so I was really hyped to play it because there's you normally were. not a lot of Bomberman games, and I was like, "Sweet, this is great. I'm gonna get my my old school Bomberman fix." And it wasn't old school, and it wasn't good. It was just not built well. It didn't play very well, and it just wasn't Bomberman. There was nothing about it that was Bomberman. It was terrible. So yeah. I think I think I want to follow your lead here and say uh, the the more recent Harvest Moon games Ooh. is because like I love Ooh. Harvest Moon. But the recent ones just haven't been in- innovative or good or different. Uh, I mean, I mean, if I had never played a game like that before, and this was my first one, I'm sure it would be excellent. But having played the other one, it's like I, I see that like they're not iterating. It it, it has very low uh, like like graphical quality. The world feels very empty. And I was like, man, when I played this, it was so like cut- cutting edge when it was uh-huh. on the GameCube. Uh, uh, the the and I haven't like fell in love with the new ones. So I'm like, no, 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 put those away. Take your time, make another one, and then yeah. come out with it again. I like it. But then again, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It feels mean. It feels mean to throw anything in the compost heap. Yeah. It does. If I have to. <laughs> um, I I think uh, I think just because of who I am, I would want to throw every FIFA into the trash for X and Y reason. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I, I won't. Uh, instead, I'll throw a, a, a little-known game that's only digitally downloaded game. It's called eFootball. Came out oh, in 2021. Oh, God, this one's so bad, yeah. It's so bad. Um, and so I think it's, it's just uh, graphically the game was not up to its predecessor. It's uh, eFootball came from something called Pro Evolution Soccer, which was yep. a Konami game that uh, kind of competed with FIFA for a really long time. And those Konami games were fantastic. E-football, however, talk about like graphics where people's faces were just completely destroyed. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it just did not land right. Um, and it, it was just because it's a mobile device game and because it's a free-to-play game, I don't think they spent a lot of time on it. Mm-hmm. Where it just, yeah, it was yeah. not the greatest. Gotcha, gotcha. But I, I am throwing it so that the next version of eFootball is, you know, a little more robust. It's a little more <laughs> health. It's a healthier version. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, I, I, I actually don't have one. I can't think of one. I don't know why I can't. I know I've played plenty of bad games. Just none of them stand out enough to me <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to chuck them into a landfill. Uh, but thank you for asking that. Also, I feel like Troy's answer was so good. It's hard to. It was. It was. I can't follow that. You made a very valid point. I feel like (laughs) mine is. It's it's also a bunch of like racist games that were made in the eighties. We could toss that in there too. Oh yeah, absolutely. The Colonel Must Colonel Mustard Stand, Last Stand, or something like that is like really bad. Oh gosh, I've never heard of it. That's a clue game. Yeah. Oh poor Colonel Mustard. Colonel Custer's Last Stand. Yeah, it's not. Don't even. No, it's bad. It's just bad. It I needs feel to go like away. Colonel Mustard's last stand, though. <laughs> that would be, that would be that's, that's, fine. that's a fast food uh, tycoon game. <laughs> oh, oh, no. You're no I was thinking it, of, like, Clue. Yeah, I know, but I'm going with, like, only, hot dogs okay. and stuff like that because he's Colonel Mustard. Oh, man, I went to, like, chess. And I was like, you're building a tactics game, and there's, like, all these oh. candlesticks, and this is how, you know, you... you but I also went literal because it's Colonel Mustard and it's his last stand. He's running a food stand <laughs> with a hot it's dog stand. It's the last stand. one. It's the last one. <laughs> it's the very last one very in all one. of New York City. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, all I got is mustard. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into the news, everyone. Uh, so the news that I have this week is uh, Final Fantasy 16 has got an ESRB rating in Brazil. Uh, and it is not the usual for the series. They gave it an M for mature rating. Uh oh. That means it's good. That means it's going to be amazing. Uh, due to uh, sexual content, oh, torture, well. drug use. It's oh, basically just well, adult worried. situations, <laughs> is basically what it means. It doesn't mean that it's going to show you boobs. It just means that whoa, stuff whoa. is going to be happening. There's nothing wrong. There is as long as it's wrong equal. with boobs, it's yes. about consensuality. Exactly. And, 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 yeah. Exactly. Fair enough. Treating fair enough. women like people. I always wonder if someone. <laughs> like doesn't know about like if someone was just like hey this this movie's got adult things and they're just like what does that mean and they just see in the list like sexual <laughs> content torture violence yeah. it's like are those all the same thing why why are they all together yeah, yeah. also yeah. like is wow. this what adults do yeah what does this, yeah. <laughs> this say about adults uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh but yeah and it's not shocking if if you've been following their what they've been saying about it because during an interview uh, they said this is going to be an emo- a more adult-themed game. They didn't want to be, like, uh, held back on their vision of the game by, like, trying to make sure it's it's only a teen rating or it's only this or it's right. only you that. You said this is the new Kirby? Mm-hmm. 
Yes, no, it's in Final Fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're actually I showing his feet. I can only imagine, <laughs> like, what would make Kirby in a. Like, my brain went to all these really weird places. Like, Kirby is a mature game. What Listen, Meta Knight, you better talk. Right. You better talk. You never see your family again. Right. He actually. Uh, they suck in Meta Knight, and you see what happens when they you actually like, go yeah, inside of him. You go down the journey yeah. of what happens on the inside of Kirby's yeah. body. Ripped apart oh, to shreds, gosh. put you back know, together, like, ripped apart the again. The inside of Kirby's body is like Super Meat Boy. Uh, yes. It was just squishy. Oh, no. Ew, it's yeah. that horrible, it's like, squishy oof. meat sound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what happens. And yeah. it's just, it's dark. That's, that's Kirby's digestive yeah. system. It's yeah, just yeah, you yeah, right. trying to get through. Back All right. To- yeah. I'm done with Back this. Back to Final Gross. Fantasy. Gross. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll see where, I mean, it comes out in March of next year. So we'll see it soon enough, what they mean by M for Mature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Troy, you have some news for us as well, don't you? So I, I got onto Google today to do some uh, some some work on the Gmail. <laughs> but Ooh. before I could get to the Gmail, I got to the uh, the Google oh. search icon. You know, usually you have like uh, if there's like uh, special holidays or or anniversaries of special somebody's events, birthday, they'll take the like Google that, yeah. sign on the search page and then like theme it up. But I saw a familiar face on there, and it was the face of Jerry Lawson, Gerald. Jerry Lawson, uh, which was a former dragon of the week of ours that Brian uh, brought to the table, I believe. Yep. And it was he's the creator of the of the game cartridge. Yep. And many more innovations uh, back in the early 80s. And one of the first African-American uh, video game uh, designers uh, out there. Um, and uh, it was a little pixelated version of him. So I was like, click. And it was cool. They were celebrating his birthday. And um, they were, and they celebrated it by actually creating a little game where you get to play as Jerry, <laughs> I believe, right? Oh, yeah. You're kind of hopping hey, around run, at jump. the first, in the first the, one, yeah. And I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Did you get to the end? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you get great. to the end of the game and uh, end of this level, and then it, and then one of the instructions is like, all right, now you have to create these uh, blocks to jump up on to get to the end of the level, and it turns into a, a creator, a game creator. You can create your own levels and your own games, which is exactly what Jerry Lawson did. Um, and yeah, they had like five pre-made levels and they were all kind of fun and and silly. I got through a couple of them and then they had just one where you could just make up your own game, make your own game. Uh, the coolest thing about these uh, Google things, they did the same thing with this, with the Tokyo Olympics. Um, even after the day is gone, you can still just Google search this, like the Jerry Lawson game and still play these. Like they're still up, they're Mm -hmm. still available. And I remember that Tokyo one was a lot of fun. Still play that if you haven't. Uh, and this one seems like something that I kind of want to tool around with a little, a little bit. I, l- I love that he's getting spotlighted too, because when we talked about him uh, for the t- the Taste of Dragons episode, we highlighted the fact that well, none of us had heard about him yeah. before this, and then also like he doesn't get a lot of like news coverage. Yeah. So I think he had a really in- important um, um, milestone in like the creation of video games, and being on the yeah. front page of Google is is a nice way That's to showcase big. that. That's big. So oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. go go if you haven't if you didn't play it on Thursday of last week. <laughs> is, is he still alive? Go Google it. Check it uh, out. No, no, he passed okay. away. Okay. He passed yeah. away. Uh, yeah, definitely Google it. He's yeah, it's Gigi-Gillette. a wealth of of information. Gigi-Gillette. Or, you know, view that episode. Joe, we'll also have that in uh, in our in our description. <laughs> you guys have wow. a lot of homework, is what we're saying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I think it was a pretty good taste. Uh, pretty good drag of the week. It's pretty good drag of the week. And then uh, the last bit of news I have for us is the second Mario movie trailer came out this week, uh, and boy. That was a trailer. Yeah. That was a trailer, was everyone. So and yeah. I'm just wondering what do you guys think of it? Because I know Troy was like pretty much live texting us as he was watching it. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. yeah. It was a, like, yeah. It was I, a genuinely I loved funny it. trailer. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. They were showing a bunch of different Easter eggs and, and callbacks to the game, which I liked. It was great to see Princess Peach have a voice because she just goes like, huh, Mario, huh. She has like no voice in the games. So, like no one has yeah. voices in these games. But it was <laughs> nice to see her like have her own thing. And it, she was all, and they did a lot of, uh, uh, they sh- in the trailer, they definitely made a point to be like, hey, like, I'm not just a princess to be rescued. Yeah. <laughs> like they hit yes. hard on that. I, I really think, we were talking about it on Dragon's Dish this week. We really think that Peach is going to be the main character, actually. That's great. And I, and I like the way that trailer went, it was like, yes, and please give her more of a spotlight. She's not just a damsel in distress. The, the Mario Kart reference got me. I was like, oh, look, she's in like the suit. She's going to be on the motorcycle. Yeah. And then it's like all of them on their Mario. And then there's the, the oh, rainbow like, road. And I was like, oh, great. Oh. What a way to get a good like chase oh. chase sequence in. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is uh, is definitely outpolling uh, Chris Pratt right now. So I guess <laughs> uh, yes. yeah. in the forefront. Mm-hmm. It, it's to, to rehash quickly, uh, a lot of the internet seems to still be very upset at him. Uh, as far as I know, us on the Taste of Dragons, we don't really, we're not haters or anything. We just. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I would just. I, I would appreciate. It, it, yeah, yeah. He's, I just. I'm tired of him. It I has just, nothing to do with him being Mario, it, and the voice is fine. Yeah, I just want Who consistency cares? in the voice because yeah. it was it was his normal voice, you know, yeah. when he's talking. But then when he gets into the catchphrases, he does go a little bit into it. Uh, oh, I, I was getting like like Italian, like light Italian American voice from like him. A New York I don't know yeah. if I heard if like I I, I, I hear it's him doing an Italian American voice. Okay, I mean in the. Two minutes that we saw. Yeah. Of it. But like, I, I don't know what voice I want. I can't remember what it sounded yeah. like. That's how mediocre and boring it was. <laughs> well, yeah. he's, he's so I don't very, care. Yeah, he's very funny and, he, and yeah. it's a funny role and he's yeah, going to be sure. funny yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that yeah. that's, yeah. that's and I, fine. And I don't even know what I want with the voice anymore. Right. Like, I know a lot of people I, exactly. are like, I, like, I want it to be this yeah. way, this way. I'm like, I don't, I don't think, I think I feel like they as as uh, filmmakers had very, very long discussions about Mario's voice. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, you guys spent way more hours thinking about this than <laughs> I ever will. So whatever you thought, cool. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel I like people are less railing against his voice and more railing against the culture of like hiring the same person over and over and over yeah. again. Uh-huh. I feel yeah, like that uh, might be it. Tom Holland uh, got that for me with the um, Uncharted movie. Yeah. It's like he is so Spider-Man to me that putting him in Uncharted just felt like, well, one, he's very young for the role. And I get they're starting over, but it yeah. just felt wrong to me because I've seen so much of him. And considering that, that acting is a very difficult profession and it's hard to get to like the big major roles, it's like, I feel like you could hire a few more people. I feel like you don't have to hire the same person. But I also understand, like, that's a safe bet. Yeah. It's a big movie. It's, it's a lot of money. That's yeah. a safe bet. So. Yeah, it's it's going to fill the seats. It's what it is. Yeah. That too. But yeah. a big well, I mean, name on the screen case, is going to bring it. Yeah. This case may have backfired, but, you know. <laughs> I think well, that we'll any see. studio that can make those minions work <laughs> with a gibberish language Whatever. Let just let let's let's just watch the movie. And if you don't like it when you watch the movie, okay, cool. That it, it, it didn't work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Like, I'm I not- mean. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I also don't know what I want from yeah. from the voice or from the character. I just mm. don't know what I want from the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, my expectations are extremely low because we've seen so many video game movies just get absolutely, yeah. like, just destroyed and shredded at the box office. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it wasn't people that cared for the content. It wasn't people that knew the content very well. I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what it's gonna do. Am I gonna watch it opening weekend? Based on the fact that I still haven't seen Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, I probably won't. <laughs> we, we might. We've I will. We've been doing pretty yeah, well yeah. about. I will happily go see that opening. It's got Luigi in it. It's it's, it's got Charlie. He Day. looks very fun. Yeah. It's a lot of the yeah. the few. The, I won't even say few. The multiple like little. Hey, that's a nod to a video game. That's a nod to something they actually. Yeah. That's a nod. That's all really fun. 
And I think that as long as that's peppered throughout and those penguins are adorable, mm-hmm. that'll be fine. Jack they Black closed. looks awesome. Yeah, yeah Bowser's yeah. great. Yeah, Bowser yeah. Looks great. Jack, yeah. Jack Black does not sound like Jack Black. No. Nah. Well, I mean. Well, yeah, he sounds like straight up Bowser. Yeah. Well, har, except for the. Har, har, har. Har. Yeah. I think we're getting some of those. And I'm really yeah. excited about it, actually. <laughs> I feel like Jack Black could do a good Bowser laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also hope that Bowser has a musical number because it's Jack Black. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. He has to. Oh, he has to. If he doesn't have one really metal song, if oh. he could just put on that top hat, I would live. Even, even if it's just like the credits. Right. It's yes. just him riffing and we get some Bowser dancing. I feel like I want it to be great. a sad just, song, too. Just like <gasps> all alone. <laughs> In my volcano. <laughs> Top hat. No, I want him, I want him to Batman. sing Fire by the Ohio Players. Fire. I would be for that. I like it. I yeah. Like it. Uh, but yeah. Funny trailer. Yeah, funny, yeah. yeah that's fine. It was, it was a funny great trailer. trailer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It. I, it, was, it was definitely a, a very good second trailer. Yeah. Like, I don't think this was... this. I mean, it would have been a great first trailer, but I think that first trailer did what it needed to do, and this this did it even more. It's just fleshing yeah, out I've, everything yeah. else. They have cautiously bought my trust. Yeah, <laughs> with the second one, they uh, it's it's that thing where like the first teaser had my curiosity, but now they have my full attention. Where yes. I'm just like, okay, I need to see this. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and that will do it for our news. And now we're going to be talking about the Game Awards, everyone. We're going to be doing some predictions, some uh, some discussions about, man, a lot of these categories have the same games, the same five games in them. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're going to be talking about it a little bit. And, uh, and Troy, you're going to lead the way, aren't you? I shall. Um, the Game Awards will be premiering on December 8th, um, uh, which is next week. So go ahead and, and, and write that down in your... In your event planner. <laughs> I don't know what you're into. Um, event but, planning. That's what we're into. Well, events. Yeah. Uh, so you could have our takes on this, um, you know, leading right up. You know, maybe you're doing a little side bet. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. Do and what then, you got to do. Yeah, absolutely. You got like the fantasy uh, video game league going mm-hmm. for yourselves. Cool. Yeah. Let yeah. us in on it. Mm-hmm. I want to make some money. Yeah. And then if you want to also, uh, Steam is going to be doing something very special during the Game Awards. Where if you sign up beforehand with your Steam account, they're going to be giving away a Steam Deck every minute that this that the Game Awards is live. That's so cool. That's so so if you register with your Steam account and then if you watch the Game Awards, I think on Steam.tv or wherever they have it, uh, you will be in a running every single minute Ooh. to win a Steam Deck, and it's wow. not the lowest one; it's the highest one. It's the 512 gigabyte one. I feel like our odds are really low, but I mean, hey, with our hey, powers combined, mm. you know how you know what's up. even lower than that? Not doing it at all. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Boom. I still, I still haven't ruled that out for me getting one. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly being like, "Hey, you want oh. a Steam Deck? Yes, I do, sir. Thank you." Boom. <laughs> Um, all right, cool. They're so expensive. They are pretty expensive. They're pretty expensive. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to pick some um, uh, categories to just get your guys' thoughts on. And to tie in with our last topic, uh, I want to look at the nominees for Best Adaptation, which I find to be one of the most fascinating new awards that they've added to the Game Awards this year. I agree. And this is for um, non-video game content, so TVs or movies mm-hmm. okay. predominantly, okay. that have been made from video game properties. Is The Witcher on there? So you're no, it's not. <laughs> the Witcher anime is not on there. It's not on there. Oh, that's Here a travesty. Are the nominations. No, it doesn't matter anymore. I know you're gonna be very upset with <laughs> this will. first one. You are. I will. You're gonna be very upset with the first one, but okay with the with the last one. Um, the uh, nominated are is Uncharted, 
okay. uh, the Tom Holland spectacular. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which we haven't seen yet. I would like yeah. to. It's pretty good. That's the pretty Cuphead fine. show, which we watched and oh, I think is that. actually pretty yeah. special. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which I think is fantastic. It's good. Compared it's good. to that Witcher, it's fine, it's fine. I, I get that they didn't put them both up there, but I but, can't believe they put Uncharted up there and they well, didn't put The Witcher yes. up there. It's because Uncharted made money. Uncharted was fine, but it's not yeah. going to matter. But it wasn't the, the last Witcher. One. Yeah, oh my god! We still got one more. One final nomination, and that is Arcane League of Legends. Oh well, I mean, yeah. we already know Nothing who's going to win. Matters yeah. on that <laughs> right. list. Bet you they created this. <laughs> oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, but like, even nominations are important. And like, mm-hmm. I can't believe they didn't have a Witcher. <laughs> you know he's going to be bringing back uh, the the uh, the dragons, uh, Imagine Dragons, just to play that song again, <laughs> just to play it again. What's even funnier about that uh, nomination is Arcane League of Legends came out in like October of twenty of like last year or like November. <laughs> but this category didn't remember, exist, man. We yeah. watched it at your brother's, and that was early November, and yeah. it was already out. Uh, and I love they're just like, no, let's put Arcane in, man. <laughs> We're no, still it doing it. In. <laughs> it still counts. Still counts. <laughs> uh, but I, I think you know our prediction. I think it's going to be Arcane. Uh, oh, person, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if gonna, it's, oh, it's not arcane. arcane, guys, what if Uncharted wins and Arcane does it? <laughs> oh, I think, I think that the, people will be able to hear our sighs of disbelief. <laughs> 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 I think... I think there is a chance that Uncharted wins because there is a chance for Tom Holland to accept it. No, there's no, there's no way. There's no way. I, I agree with Brian. I think but, they made this category for Arcane. Yeah. I think everything okay. else is just an excuse mm-hmm. to get but, something to Arcane. Yeah, but if they if Sonic the Hedgehog 2 wins, they could get Jim Carrey in oh. <laughs> to, to accept it. Oh. Right, but you I, I, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, albeit fantastic and very fun, not Arcane. I really feel like Arcane just blows everything else out of the water. What about Idris Alba? Wait, oh, he's in he's in Sonic the Hedgehog too. Nope, now we're talking. It's, it's Arcane. Well, what if they would still present the award? It's true, it's true. Yes, right. Yes, yes, yes. That's how they get them. That's how they get them. We only got to award them. We just got to get them in, in the building. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to stay there's for the whole thing. A, they just need to come in for five minutes. There's yeah. a 0% chance that Jim Carrey comes to the Video Game Awards. Uh, yeah, He's he did definitely a, a video guy. He did a video yes. guy last time. Yeah. A yes. video in last time. It's true. Um, here's some good uh, other uh, categories. Uh, for best sim slash strategy, we have Dune, Spice Wars, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Total War, Warhammer 3, Two Point Campus, and Victoria 3. So our two dogs in this fight, I think, are Mario plus Rabbit Spark of Hope and Two Point Campus as the only games right, that I yeah. think we've played. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, oh, it yeah. should definitely be Mario they, Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> I, I think it will be Mario plus Rabbits because that game is just so it's just so unique. Yeah, and what it, in its presentation and in almost everything that it does is just very unique, uh, both to the console as well as that category itself. Mm-hmm. Um, because while it is a sim tactics. game and strategy game, a tactics game, it does still do things that you can only do in that specific game. Um, and I think it's just also extremely well made. Yeah, it's a brilliant tactics game. It really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hassel, here's a category for you, my guy. Best sports slash racing game. And there you know we go. What? I would say for some of the rest of us, too. We've played some of these games, we too. Have. Thank you very much. There we go. Racing game. We got Ali Ali World, the skateboarding uh, game. Yay. We have Gran Turismo 7. We've got NBA 2K23, FIFA 23, 
and then F1-22. What are you doing here, F1-22? Get out of here. It's a 23 um, year. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Yeah, Hold man. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there also a best racing game? No. No. No, 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 no. It's best sports slash racing. Racing is considered a sport. Got it. Okay. I thought there was also a best racing mm-hmm. uh, game. Um. So, I mean, listen, I think I think it's going to go to Gran Turismo. So I agree. I, I think so as well. Yeah. People I just love think awarding card games, card games. Yeah, it's the most beautiful game I've played, and it, it maybe up until now, maybe in my entire life. Mm-hmm. There you go. Or is life the most beautiful game that I've played? <laughs> that probably won't get a video game award, though. No, 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 that won't get that won't get a video game award. Um, okay, I, I know you joke around with it with F one twenty two because it's twenty twenty three year. Uh-huh. Um, but the amount of people that I've seen uh, like Twitch streams playing F one twenty two is bonkers. Really, yeah, especially for like, a racing game, so it's yeah. got a so it's got a real real big fan base. Oh, it's got a real big fan base. And F1 altogether has, like, grown in, in popularity since, like, Lewis Hamilton broke on the scene, like, uh, like years back and, like, since yeah. that whole stuff happened. So, like, I think I think F1 is a dark horse. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think it might actually go ahead and take it, but Gran Turismo is probably going to take it. F- right, F- F1 Turismo. also, a lot of people, especially a lot of streamers, uh, build custom rigs so they actually are like in the seat of mm. racing it and they have like three screens surrounding them they have mm-hmm. the actual steering wheel they have like yeah. everything oh, man. going it's, with it it's for the real ones yes oh yeah and- i looked up i looked up how much it would be to build one of those rigs and it's like over a thousand dollars and i oh, very quickly just Ooh. cleared out all of those web browsing pages <laughs> Look, i don't need to spend a thousand dollars to lose to a 12 year old yeah online. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> talking about racing though i feel like Best adaptation. That mm-hmm. one race in NASCAR should also be in there. <laughs> that last turn that should definitely yes. be in there. Yes, we'll do. We'll write it in. Yeah, well, well that's a write you know, in right there. There's some fan votes we can do. Yes, and I think you're right. That that is IRL. That is good stuff. Uh, Joe, I'm going to throw this next nomination category to you for your expertise. It is best role playing game. We have Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which I don't think we any of us played, right? Uh, no, no. Okay. I have heard so, no. very good things about so, it. So Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Triangle Strategy, I've heard good things about. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh, it's such a good game. Live Alive, which I heard is good, big too. Good game. Mm-hmm. And then Elden Ring. Joe. Uh, now, 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 I'm not asking you to pick what you would pick. What do you think? Who do you think is going to win at the Game Awards? I think Elden Ring is going to take it personally. Yeah. But then how does that make you feel? It, it's... <laughs> I turned it on you. It's, uh, <laughs> the thing is, like, I think that I think almost everything Elden Ring will be in, I think will win. So uh-huh. it's like, like it's almost like an auto. Everyone, yeah. this game is so very, yeah. like, renowned and being amazing. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, like, I haven't played Xenoblade. I bet you that's actually probably I've, the best one on that list. I've heard a lot of like underground buzz yeah. about how incredibly mm-hmm. like, made Xenoblade Three is. I can speak for three of the games on there that are, and they're mm-hmm. all all three of them are phenomenal. That that Pokemon game is a legit phenomenal role playing yeah. game. Mm-hmm. But I haven't yep. played Xenoblade. But all I've heard is that the story and how you play in it, the role right. in it, oh, it's made man. me very curious. Except uh, if it wasn't for like. The amount of time I feel like that game would, would demand lot. of you, I would have probably try to play it's it as well. Lot. But oh, it's, I, I it's, have had it's over a hundred oh. hours. I yeah. have heard of wonderful yes. things about I, it. I feel like Elden Ring was a phenomenon, though. Like it came right. out, it had a lot of hype. Also people demands really hundreds it. of hours from yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of people streaming Elden Ring too. So I feel like just based on the audience numbers, it 
Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a well-made game and it's got the fans behind it. It's like yeah. a win-win for and, them. And it's all, even though that came out in, I think, March of this year or something like February, that. It came out February. February this year. It still has momentum at the end yeah. of the year, yeah. which I think shows how good yeah. of a game that that yeah. is. It's, it's a game that I think people are going to end up comparing other games to. Like, they'll be like, oh, oh for it's, a like, while. it's an Elden Ring. Yeah. Like. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a, here's a category that does not have Elden Ring nominated in oh. it. Uh, so their games stand a chance, you say? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, this is the best action adventure game, which is, I think, my favorite genre. Um, we have Tunic. Phenomenal game. Oh. Great. Um, Stray, cat game. I mean, come oh. on. Stray. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Loved oh. it. It's also a really good game. God of War Ragnarok, big time. Mm-hmm. Come on. And then A Plague's Tale, Requiem. Wow, you played all of those. I did. This, this, this category games. is extremely stacked. I think that this category has one where arguably it could be any of these. Not that it couldn't be with any of the other yeah. categories, but yeah. like this one, like legit, I think it, they could say any of these these titles and, and i'd be like be fine. yeah that's fine it'd be fine i'm i'm mm-hmm. halfway through god of war ragnarok right now right now mm-hmm. and but i do think that it would be between that and horizon forbidden west for really? me really yeah, yeah 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 just just objectively having listened to you talk about all of these games yeah tunic changed your life <laughs> tunic was amazing but t- it got real 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 tough towards the end and oh, okay. it, it, okay. not tough i would say to say tough but mm-hmm. the magic of tunic is discovering everything that's in it yeah and yeah. it got i got to the point where i was like i cannot figure like there's no way i could figure this out it got like oh it's, it's amazing you're right it uh-huh. got like old school like 1980s like people had to lose their minds to figure <laughs> out how to get like the truest ending yeah and it's one of those things where it's like i would have never thought about that ever i would have had to like just systematically break this down which is respectable if for for people who who got mm-hmm. into that who, who missed that type of uh, uh game experience but i like enjoyed everything up to that <laughs> yeah fair enough uh, for me it's between uh forbidden what horizon forbidden west and stray stray had just yeah. something about it that just uh, it's a cat it's, that's what it is uh, it had a cat it was the cat but it was Amazing also cat. everything that happened around that cat yeah it was, was cool. just magical that entire world it inhabited, the the ending uh, actually, I think, held up pretty well and mm-hmm. holds up pretty well with the rest of the game. Whereas normally those types of games, like the ending was like, okay, that was an ending. It's fine. But like the entire game throughout it was just extremely well made and so much care was put into that world um, that, I don't know, for me, that's this that this is like the dark horse as much as i love horizon forbidden west i'm pulling for stray in this category right on right on i feel like it's gonna be really tough for anything that has elden ring or god of war yeah in its category like i feel like both of those are gonna be like real big hitters this Mm -hmm. year well i mean here's the thing the cool thing about stray and tunic is they're both both also nominated for not just best debut indie categories but also for the best indie category so yeah they have- i was gonna say it's really hard for an yes. indie to pull against like a like a game you yeah. can spend 200 hours on it's like oh this game's 45 mm-hmm. minutes and this game's 200 hours yeah. it's like how do i and, and the fact that stray and tunic are holding their own against these triple a titles and mm-hmm. that there is a best indie game and a best debut indie game i have a pretty good feeling they're gonna share but other games that are in the those indie categories include neon white which is a super fresh game that like is definitely up there for me plays well moves well looks great uh sifu's on there with uh with which uh lewis talked about i believe mm-hmm. on here he which did. is an incredibly concept of a game cult of the lamb we i played, played a little that bit of, and I, it seems like such a full fun game it I'm, is. I'm sad i'm gonna miss it this year and not uh-huh. play it 
and then Norco, which is a good um, um, uh, point-and-click type of adventure, narrative-driven game, which is very dark and seedy and noir. It's like noir to a T. It's it's well done. <laughs> um, and then Vampire Survivors, which, man, I don't know if you if you saw me while I lost my mind for a week playing Vampire Hunters. <laughs> if you saw me in a room, you just saw a dot on a screen moving around with a bunch of other dots and me yeah, going, oh, that. wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like it was the best thing ever <laughs> in the world. I can't explain why that game is so great. It's amazing. It's on Game Pass. Play it anywhere. I don't... I I can't I can't even explain. It's really fun to watch. If you don't want to play because oh it looks gosh. insane, it is. it's really yes, fun it's, to watch. And, and so addicting. When it came out, it was only three dollars. I know. Which caused it that that actually I think um caused the biggest shift in how games are priced. Because so many games came out after that that were priced for two ninety nine. Ah. Or that were priced for four ninety nine. Because yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna be making a whole ton of money, but you will make up for that in the amount of and yeah. so but the and also on top of that, more people play it. The more word of mouth is going to spread around it. So Vampire Survivors came out at two ninety nine, blew up because yeah, everybody's got three bucks to you know yeah. to spend on the game, yeah. even if they yeah. only spend an hour on it. Um, and then I, when it came out and released fully, I think and now it's four ninety nine, it's five bucks, and it's also on Game Pass, like Troy said. It's a great deal. It's a good game. And and people actually call the Steam Deck the Vampire Survivor. Yeah, (laughs) because that's the most played game on it. It's so simple in concept, but so addicting. It has such depth. It's it's a fun game. No Monkey Island nomination. Um, not that I see. Let's let's move on to uh to the 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 big one. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about the big one. Uh, most anticipated. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the biggest not award ever i remember yeah. talking about this last year and how we were like we're going to be talking about at least two of these the following okay. year <laughs> well here's yeah. the thing here's the thing i will say about the most anticipated award is that this is an award category that's been around forever with the game game categories and for like the last five years elden ring and has been on this most anticipated list. Mm-hmm. Oh, but so now it can't nothing be. else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am just happy that Elden Ring is not on this list anymore. Fair. Or God of War. Or, right. or God of War or Horizon, or Horizon. Zero. Yeah, exactly. Oh. All these yeah. games. It was just those three over and over again for years. Uh huh. Um, what do we got? What do we got? Was Hogwarts Legacy in it last year? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Actually. Okay. Um, so this year we have uh, The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. We have Starfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Resident Evil 4, mm-hmm. Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy 16. I think Starfield's going to take it, personally. I, I think, think Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. I think Zelda, yeah. Zelda yeah. I think, has got the ravenous fans. Oh, no. Starfield was in last year. I know, but Zelda's the Zelda. I don't know, man. People. And both of those games were supposed to come out this year and they got delayed to next year. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be a fight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious about that. All right. We're divided on the podcast with that. All right. Okay. um, Best performance. We have Ashley Birch as uh, Aloy in Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, so good. Um, The main character, Charlotte McBurney uh, from A Plague's Tale, the main uh, Mm -hmm. teenager. Uh, Christopher Judge plays Kratos in God of War. Uh, Man Engage, who is um, in Mortality, which is a game I have downloaded. It's like a, it's an, uh, it's a, a full, it's what a, do you call it? it's a FMV. It's, yeah, an it's FMV an SMV. Game. Yeah, it's it's um, basically it's a movie that you play. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, Sunny Soldier from God of War, which I believe plays Freya, the the Ooh. goddess. Let okay. me double check that. Or can someone double check that? <laughs> Sunny Soldier. Um, cause if not, she I should be, I'm playing that game right now and watching her like God of War is just a daytime soap opera, but mm-hmm. with gods, with the Norse mythology <laughs> and she is 
she's killing it in that she's role. She's uh, powerful. So she so better be nominated. Sunny Sunny Soljic uh, plays the little boy. Oh, it's right. Oh, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, hey, he sorry, Sunny. He does a good Sunny. performance for he is a good. kid. He yeah. is, he is ac- he's, he's excellent in this good. game. Good, good. good. Uh, yeah. I am a little sad uh, that Frey is not nominated. Boom. Uh, he did the voice and motion capture. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. likeness. I think it also kind of yeah. looks like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I really enjoyed Ashley Birch's uh, performance in Forbidden West. Yeah. Um, and I also think, like... Forbidden West, I don't think is make or break when it comes to his performances, though, in its in its uh, cutscenes, if you will. No, and 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 Aloy as a character is pretty stoic, yes, and very reliable, and uh, is, is is like not a character that I need to have these emotional like you know dynamics uh-huh. or whatnot. It's very good. It's a very good character, but I I do feel like I saw um, at least written a more a bigger range with like the Kratos, even though Kratos is also one oh, note. That, yeah, the girl from way. Plague's Tale. I would see that's yes. where I'm leaning. Yeah, I agree. she throws everything into that performance, and that game is is nihilistic to a to a fault mm-hmm. in like what happens in it and at one point your heart is just breaking over and over for what this girl has to go to and I'll talk about it later in the year but her performance in that game has one of my like most powerful like moments in gaming like this year mm-hmm. uh brought me to tears nice uh so yeah I, I'm with you Amanda I think Charlotte McBurney would be a great pick for this good good um mm. uh score and music I would love to take a look at. Uh, sure. We have a Plague's Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Once again, all this, the same five games, just yep. kind of getting nominated. <laughs> uh, but they threw in a, a nice little wrench in here as met with Metal Hellsinger, yeah. which is the first person heavy metal rhythm game shooter. <laughs> which, like, I, yeah. come on, I, I have to play that still because that concept is just still so magical to me that I got to see how it works in motion. It must be must work well enough if it's mm-hmm. nominated. At the very least, its score is 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 very well done. I've seen yeah. people play this game, yeah, and it is it's just great. Just I good. think it may be one of the only things that could probably dethrone Elden Ring because I don't because in this in this specific case, I don't think God of War has a better score because Elden Ring almost the entire idea of what you're experiencing is atmospheric and score. Yeah, yeah. there's not a lot of talking. There's not you know so like right. So, but God of War, it's like you have a lot of music and you have a lot of talking that it's they're very telling. Epic. The narrative, whereas it, with Metal Hellsinger, though, that's what the game is based on. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's it's is it's not just a piece of the it's not just a character. It is the game. So mm-hmm. I, it might be the only one that I think maybe might might I would love to see it win because yeah. also it's nice to see metal get like a resurgence in yeah. popularity. Yes. Uh. So like hell yeah, bring it on. Um. Before uh, game of the year, are there any other uh not uh categories you guys would like to highlight? I, I only want to highlight this because oh, I think it's ridiculous. Impact. I think it's just ridiculous. Uh, it's the best narrative. Yeah, this one's ridiculous <laughs> because Elden Ring's in best narrative. It has no business being. And <laughs> but you just mentioned how it tells its story it in a does. very unique way. It's very a, atmospheric. It, it really does. But you could literally not. <laughs> you could do miss all almost of it. all of it. <laughs> You could skip through the game and only literally if you follow the path on the game, yeah. you will have no idea what you are doing by the end of it because mm-hmm. it, you yeah, don't meet anyone else. There's okay. no narrative. If you mm-hmm. like clicking through cutscenes, this is the game for you. Yeah. Right? You know like what, it's, then? It's, uh, the thing is, though, it's so rich with lore. It has a, a huge tapestry of narrative. Mm-hmm. The, the music is a character in the game. Like mm-hmm. There's so much going on in this world, but you could just not do anything. Yeah. You saying that, I would sub out Elden Ring for Citizen Sleeper. 
I agree. That's where I That's was going to go with that. Actually, narrative. I think I think Citizen Sleeper. It's a it's an indie game. You're on a space station, and you're just you're a refugee there as an android. And you're a robot. And you're a robot. So and you're just trying your best to make your way. It's a sleeper hit. Ha uh, um, But the other ones in that nice. are Plague's Tale, God of War, Horizon, Forbidden West, and Immortality. Yeah, the, which the, all have the, great stories. All have any great stories. And again, I think any of those are fine. I'm going to try to play Immortality before next week if okay. I can get through God of War fast nice, enough. Because nice. I'm yeah. curious. Okay. Can you guys believe that we got snubbed for content creator again? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> You gotta Lassell, give. You, you gotta you give. Stop doing Metal Year solids, all right, man. I mean, what? How? You you are our, our number one selling yep, <laughs> point. You're it, man. And and also, you gotta give the little guy some some you know some some screen time. Here. Right. You can't always like be us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> little guys like Carl Jacobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's 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 wrap it up with the the big game of the year um, nominations, which include Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Stray, the cat game, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, Ragnarok, Elden Ring, and A Plague Tale, Requiem. I think we, we said all of our all of our uh, feelings on those. What yeah. do you guys think? Who do you think the Game Awards will elect as their winner? Uh, was last year's winner... Um, no, last year's winner was The Last of Us. I have no Part idea. Part two. I think it was, yes. No, was it? Yeah. The yeah, year before, so. was it Hades? No, it was... It takes two. Oh, was it? It takes two. Yeah, that was the dude. Yeah, he, he came up and he he did a really great oh, that's speech. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want yeah, him to yeah, give speeches right. for everyone. Yeah, yeah. That's right. it, that, that's right. that it beat out Last of Us. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good call. Good call. And before that, it was Hades. Yeah, I I I would like to I would like to see mm. it go to an indie again. Stray, stray. Yeah, I'm stray. going stray, stray, stray. Because yeah. <laughs> like we think it's gonna be Elden Ring, just like last year we thought it was I gonna be Last of Us. Of, yeah. I think it's gonna be God of War. Really? I I want it to be Stray. As much right. as I yeah, love I Elden Ring, yes. as much as I love every game on that list, actually, they're all phenomenal games. I, I, I actually I haven't played Xenoblade, so I don't know. But I'm sure it's good because everything I've heard is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want it to be Stray, but I think that it's this is between Elden Ring and God of War, and I think God of War is going to take it because Elden Ring is going to take so much else. I think it might split the vote mm. and allow Stray to come through. Oh my god, that would be so great! <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. If that's how that worked, I would I would oh, be man. totally it's gonna, down. It's going to Marissa it, Tomei. It. It's uh, just <laughs> a cat accepts the award. <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. I would vote on that in every category if they had a cat come on stage. <laughs> But yeah, that's our thoughts. If you guys have any thoughts, please let us know in the podcast discussion. Uh, and if, if there's any categories that we did not discuss that you have strong feelings about, please also <laughs> let us know there. Um, but that will do it for us this week, everyone. Uh, tune in next week. We are going to discuss the Game Awards and, and our thoughts and yeah. feelings on how who won. Yeah. But if, at that point, it's going to be just like, hey, did you see that thing that happened? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Imagine Dragons did three songs in a row. <laughs> it was all the theme song. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah so so tune in then uh, and yeah that'll do it so as always my name is Brian my name is Troy Amanda I'm Hassel and I'm Joe and we are The The Taste Taste of Dragons have a great week everyone bye bye show me your birth certificate Keely yeah come on (laughs) Keely how old are you Guess, do you think they're gonna have a dragon age? Taste of dragon gaming podcast, a podcast for everyone's day.